Lower Your Volume contains sometimes graphic and often explicit content. That being said, some episodes are not for everybody, so listener discretion is advised. And as always, spoilers ahead. Nicole Basio. And I'm beat down emotionally by what the world has subjected me to today. Great. I'm also okay, named Madison so we're just Fry. Gonna go off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're just going to go off script. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are a literary. No, no, no. Yes. <laughs> no. You go, and this is Nicole. And then you go, I said my name. I know, and I go, and this is, and instead I started to say, we are a blah, 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 blah. Oh like, that's, God. Oh, oh, God, okay. Take, Take it eight. from the top. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm Nicole Basio. <laughs> and I'm Madison Fry. <laughs> and this is... Lower your volume. We are a literary podcast where we chat about books. <laughs> and talk way too loudly. Was my abrupt change in mood a little jarring for you? I don't think that's what it was. I think it was just chaos. I mean, we've, we're eight minutes in and we're doing it. So I think that's why I'm it was just chaos. I'm sorry that my lights got so no, fast. You're fine. So I'm not fast. mad. I'm not no, mad. If I you knew... decide to keep that as a blooper, like, great. Keep those as two separate I knew... clips and then See, here's the thing. people I can get them on the Patreon. I knew it was going to happen because up until recently, I just had a nail up there holding that one. And then there was, like, okay. something over here by, like, this photo of the, this, like, moon print that I have, right? So I got yeah, a... Sure. So and the last cord that I had was, like, 25 feet. So I got a 50-foot one this time because I wanted them to go more around my room. I strung them up, and it was hanging on by a thread, to say the least, <laughs> because it the angle was so much steeper. There's so much more pulling on it, and the other one has a hook on it, like a hook holding it. And this mm-hmm. one just was a nail, and the little, like, clip. And, um... Yeah, it was destined for failure, so better yeah. now than later. Yeah, better now than, like, later tonight when you're sleeping. That did happen to me once. My <laughs> of junior year of college. Um, I'm, oh. Yeah. My junior year of college, I moved into my apartment with um, my former roommate, Natalie, and I had these same fucking light, light bulbs like just like this and I was putting them up above my bed and at this place that I was living they had like you have like a a a bed like they give you a frame and then they give you a headboard but the headboard is not attached to the bed the headboard is attached to the wall it's the weirdest fucking setup it's so strange it is so strange I think it's so that they can buy cheap beds but still have it look nice yeah but I don't understand like why the headboard's on the wall it's okay. Eventually, I just said, fuck it, and I twisted my bed so that, like, the headboard was now a sideboard. It was weird. Um, you, yeah, but it looked cool. I mean, it was just I different. Ha- I had a cute room. Um, I always had a cute room in college, though. But all that to say, I moved into that apartment. I strung up these lights, and while I was stringing them up, they fell, and they hit this headboard, and, like, seven of them shattered. 
Awesome. And so there was glass all over my bed, and we didn't have a vacuum yet. Did you live in that apartment, same same room, same um, mm-hmm. apartment number and everything, right? Two years mm-hmm. in a row? Mm-hmm. I thought so. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, and then that well, second semester, I had, um, whatchamacallit? Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. I, know I had no I know roommate. I can't... Yeah. Yeah, and then I had one from St. Patrick's Day through the end of the year. Yeah. It was weird. It was a weird situation. Anyway, um, something we need to talk about is our <laughs> Lord and Savior, <laughs> Sir Pants. <laughs> so context. So, um, yeah. Hold Do, on. I'm sorry. Do okay. You, so, you cannot. <clears throat> sorry, my cat was eating so, um Harbo gummies. Um, not Sir Pants, the general. The general. Sir Pants and the general is the comic I didn't know I needed, but now I want. Okay. It's it's it, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense in context too, because like Cassian's the general. Yes. Um, so. Did you just insinuate that I'm attracted to your cat? No. Why? Where did? There's so many people who are the general. The general. The insurance man's the general. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I said in context, it makes sense because the je- Sir Pants is Asriel. You think? Madison, it's not anybody else. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's the shadow singer. Would he not be the song? No, um, Gwyn is because well, we, no, are clearly. <laughs> well, we are but, team Gwyn. But Asriel would be a serpent. Gwyn might be the Serpent. <laughs> okay, so for some context, um, in the SJM After Dark 18 Plus group, it's <laughs> so name. stupid when you say it like that. Anyway, um, we're in this Facebook group, and um, somebody released like this screenshot of. Goodreads, where Sarah J. Moss had, like, they were, like, I just saw this. Like, I don't know what to think. It says the publication day is in, like, what, May? Yeah. This coming, next May. Next May. May 2022. Yeah. And Which, I don't know why I even looked at that and went, like, oh, my God, that's valid. Well, <laughs> like, I they know said, she hasn't they even said, started. They said <laughs> the name was A Court of Serpents and Song. And well, songs, songs and serpents, songs and serpents. And Nicole FaceTimes <laughs> me. What the fuck? <laughs> my, my, fu- my fucking Google Chrome browser just, just opened up. up all of my fucking um, blissfully bookish docs and was like, you want to reload this? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh. I, I, I called Madison. I said, hey, you got to look Please. at this. Oh, my God. Like, it's happening. And um, <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading through it. And I realized that the word serpent is spelled S-E-R-P-A-N-T. <laughs> and that is serpent. So we. <laughs> <laughs> and All today we, we went do- to the post. And the comments were awash with people the talking about the comments were incredible. <laughs> and all we could keep thinking of was like different names. So what was the one that you said? I said I okay, hold on, let me just fucking find it because I know I think you said gilded serpents or ser- serpents or something. <laughs> and then like you that. said serpents, and I was and like serpents and dove. <laughs> no, well, you like just people, imagine if that was the book title, serpents and dove. Lou in that case is serpents. 
people were like making all these fucking comments. I'm going to read some of these. The one that I said is that I trust Sir Pants will come to our aid in this trying time. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. There's the night one. The night one. Um, no, please yeah. read that one. And then the one that says Sir Pants. What the fucking cat? <laughs> <laughs> they did that cat where it's a black and white cat and it like moves up on its like back hind legs, but they it's put the, the like cat with Michael Jackson. And like a... Yeah, it's got a baton. It's put oh, on the Oh, my Ritz. God. And then, and then, um, somebody said, ah, yes, our favorite knight, Sir Pants. It's just, it is a <laughs> wash with, somebody used this gif and it said, well, hello, Sir Pants. <laughs> no, I know. I saw that. I cackled. It's just um, so funny. I do have oh something funny God. to tell you about my cat, though, real quick. Um, yeah. So last night, we're getting Zach's, like, clothes. They were upstairs. And General Mittens is sitting, like, in the chair opposite the clothing. And the way she's sitting, Madison, is, like, she's, like, lounging. You know, how, like, how yeah. cats lounge, right, with yeah. their legs out? Okay, well, her legs, the lounging legs were, like, tucked up nicely in the front, right? Her back legs, however, were in a perfect little V. And we couldn't Like, behind her, like, out backwards? No, 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 no. In front of her. So it looked like there were two halves of a cat just sitting there. Because one half of the cat looked like it could have, like... I don't know if I can draw this. Let me see if I can. Yeah, draw I don't know this if you can you. either. <laughs> Thank you, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Um, let's see. Okay, so you have the two legs here. Okay, and okay. I'm doing this Blues Clues style. Okay. Okay. These are. This is a really bad drawing. Hold on. Ola, soy Dora. This is, this is the very okay. Okay. Okay, so I know these look like little boobies. I know these look like little boobies, but these are her little hands up, curled up in the front, okay? Here's all of her fat, and then her legs are just out here in this fucking V. Right now, Nicole, I'm not even lying to you. Right now, it looks like she's in the fucking, like, I'm about to get pegged position, but with her, like, boobs on the ground. Okay, yes, but imagine that position except where you're facing front instead of being able to face back because it's like her legs aren't like... I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Are you telling me that when you're in that position, your head is facing back? Because we got to talk, Nicole. No, 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 no. Make it make sense to me. No, because, no, because I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not, I part of, I'm not part of the exorcist, so I can't do that. Um... No, no, no. I don't know how. I'll, if I can take a picture of it for you, I'll, I'll take a picture of, of you? it for you. But no, <laughs> of general doing it. Oh yes, um, general and save some time. <laughs> <You're an> asshole. <laughs> um, um, but also, I got my I got my novel threads. Uh, you did my um dragon dress pin and i think i'm probably like i think mm-hmm. I, if i could marry an inanimate object it would be this dress oh if i could marry an inanimate object it'd be ya cool <laughs> and there it Scene. is <laughs> well, there it is actually um, if i could marry any inanimate object well i th- well i think we all know which one it would be what (laughs) i tried to make the sound i didn't do good what what do you think it is nicole vibrators no you made the right noise but it's actually my sound machine (laughs) (laughs) 
just That's the kidding. PG version of the show. I do uh. I do love my sound machine though. Sound machine. Okay. Um Yes. Um okay. Well. So, things to say. Things I, to say. This book really put me through oh, it. <laughs> because... Me too. Do you want me to read the back because I have the back? Yes, I was also going to explain my thing right now. Oh, okay. You know, my beef. What, what's your thing? So, okay. So, oh, the book, oh, so the book I know reading, what you mean. we read oh. this week was Siege and Storm, as we promoted yes. last week, because we are gearing up for... For the show. I'm really excited. I'm excited, too. Wait. I mean, like, I just started wait, listening hold to Six on. of Crows today. Hold on. It comes out the 23rd? Yeah. No. Yes. If our last episode, our last episode drops the day before the twenty second. Oh yeah! Did you just like what I just thought? Yes, if I come see you that day, yes, we can watch it. Yay! Oh my god! I know. <gasps> the fourth that night, the Friday, we can just. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow, this is some big brain energy. This is so exciting. Okay. Um, Okay, so but you have beef. You have major have beef, beef, as we should. Um, by the way, before we go, I I did I did I start also had Six of beef, Crows. Apparently, yeah, you did. I did start Six of Crows on Audible. Yes, and I told Madison that the <laughs> narrator for Nina is the narrator for Aelin in um, the Throne of Glass series, and I'm literally like every time I'm like, oh my god, it's so weird because like I haven't heard her be anybody other than Aelin mm-hmm. in that cast, and so this is so interesting. But anyway, I. And some beef. You're and well, but you also you thought you were gonna be a Kaz girl, but now you might be a Matthias girl. Oh, uh, I don't even know who I thought for sure. I definitely was like, I'm gonna try so hard not to fall for Matthias because like I can't get hurt. <gasps> oh no. Oh <laughs> we yeah. are not doing well. We are not doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. We are not doing well. That's your averted. Um, um okay, well. so essentially, here's the hot tea. My I I my Kindle here. My Kindle paperwhite. Um Yes. I downloaded a Siege and Storm because you cannot get it anywhere right now. You literally cannot no, get a physical copy think, anywhere. It is sold out. I think the fifteenth is when they get restocked in a lot of places, yeah. but and like clearly Jesus, I didn't have crazy. the time to do that. And so I got it. I bought it off of Kindle. Amazon Kindle. I was i I've been reading it and I was like, holy shit. Why is this taking me so fucking long to read this book? And it book? wasn't the whole, like, it was oh, like, we're not interested, because like that was, like, per- not a thing this time. It was, time. like, each percentage on the, like, little calculator at the bottom was, like, 10 pages. And I, like, even lowered – I, like, made the font smaller so that there was more on a page. And I was, like, this is taking a thousand years. And I was, like, there's no way this book is a thousand pages. There's no – I've seen this book. No, I've wasn't. held this book, and I know this book is not this big. And yeah. – and so, like, I'm reading. I it will today. say that the chapters were, in fact, longer, but that should have no yeah. bearing on but, like, what's not, going on. Not in your long, e-book. not long enough to like warrant what happened. So I basically, I like, I'm reading this book, and I'm like, I have no fucking Nicole's like blasted through it, and I was like, I have no idea. I finished last night. Right, but I was like, how did you read it so fast? I can barely like. I feel like I'm not making right. any fucking headway. And so it's like right. six. I'm. It's like it's like six seven p.m. today. And I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going to finish this book in time to record. Like, I'm going to have to read through the night. I'm going to have to pull an all-nighter. And then I'm reading these parts that Nicole, I remember telling me, you telling me about them, like, or being like, oh, my gosh, I learned what happened to Jenya, like, last night, right before you finished the book. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, 
what the fuck is going on? And so right. I'm texting you and I'm like, I have no idea why it says that I'm this far away. Sure enough, the book fucking ends and I have 60, I'm 66% of the way through the book. So the last whole bit was the beginning of Ruin and Rising and the beginning of Six of Crows. Oh, wow. So they added that in there. So the last 40% of the book, like 40 to 30%, is like bonus content. And I... Yeah. I was just I wondered like, if that was going to be the case because in this one, I do have... I do have the... Um, I have the story. I have the tailor, which is... Um, which is oh, oh. Are we going to call her Genya? Genya. I'm, I'm gonna trying to... Genya? I feel like... Here, I'll just look it up. Either way, it's her story. I didn't read it because... Well, I don't know. You didn't get a chance to read it, so I didn't want to do it without you. And we didn't even cover Mal's note, which I said I was going to do last episode. Yeah. I'm sorry, you guys. I just didn't. If you want to buy the copy, you can actually read it. It's it's okay. And then mm-hmm. I do have a little bit of Shadow. I'm not Shadow about. I do have a little bit of Ruin and Rising in here. I also have, um, they did like questions with her. They did like talking, asking her questions about Siege and Storm. So I have that in addition to the book. But that's like, here's where the book ends for me, Madison. Here we go. Okay. It's Jenya with a J. Like, sound it right. is Jenya? Yeah. Okay, so I have, um, I do have, this is like, so this is like the little bit that I have that's not Siege and Storm, if you want to look. Yeah, I don't. It's not it, very long. Yeah, I don't know. It just like really bothered me. So then all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I just like abruptly finished the book thinking that I still had like, so many pages to go over 30 well under 30 percent but still i mean but i was also kind of like oh my god i was so relieved and then i was just angry and i've also had a ton of caffeine today so i literally i was with leah and we were sitting at a coffee shop and we had been like hammocking for a long time today mind you i had two blankets just like wrapped around me it was so cold that it was like 50 degrees and we were still hammocking like with all of our blankets um normally 50 doesn't sound that cold but like we've been getting warmer here so it's also wind we're we're cold now (laughs) Yeah, it's also wind that's, like, really doing it. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I was sitting there, and I was telling her, I was like, dude, I can feel every fucking cell in my body right now. I can, like, I was like, I can feel every, ve- like, blood vessel, and I can feel how annoyed I am at this fucking Kindle situation. It pissed me off so much because I literally, I was like, who have You're I become? Worried. I was like, who have I become? I literally was sitting well, there, and, and I was like... To be fair, so many people said this book was so hard to get through. And yeah, I disagree. I didn't think that, that was. No, what? I didn't. I, I, I didn't, didn't think I didn't, it that was, that it was. Mm. Yeah. Words I didn't hard. think it was either. Um, this is another one of those books that I remember talking about this with Crescent City where people were like, it's so slow. I was nervous, like, going into this, like, again, because I was like, I don't mm-hmm. want it to be slow. Like, I want to get through it because we still have Ruin Rising. I still wanted to get through Six of Crows. And next yeah. week, literally a week from today... A crown of gilded bones drops and so i was like i have so much yeah. i have to get through before that book comes out and like i was just nervous that i was it was going to take so long and the madison we're going to have to figure shit out and i just mm-hmm. i'm glad that it wasn't but yeah i um, agree despite um, your situation yeah and like i it was so weird and like i also listened to two other books this week and so yeah. like well no i i finished three other books this week because i Would did finish earlier seven ways to kill a king Oh. Which is the one that I, I'd never even heard of until I just, like, clicked it on audiobook. Um, mm-hmm. And then I started and finished The Project by Courtney Summers, which right. we will be covering because I have so many words about this book. Um, 
And then I also just like yesterday and today listened to all of City of Ghosts, which is the Victoria Schwab middle grade book because I was, right. it was on Scribd. These were all like audiobooks that I did um, because it was on Scribd. And also her like entire collection is coming to Scribd the 25th. Wow. So I'm about to listen to Ad Som so hard. So That's hard. That's awesome. It's going to be like my like comfort thing. That's awesome. Do you want me to read the back of this book so we can jump into what we talk hit, we need to talk about? Hit, hit me with it. <clears throat> okay. So Madison normally does these, so you know, she has pretty good clean reads. I typically do not, so I'm apologizing here You're in advance. Do great. <clears throat> Soldier, summoner, saint. Alina Starkov's power has grown, but not without a price. She is the sun summoner, hunted across the true sea, haunted by the lives she took on the Shadowfold. But she and Mel can't outrun her enemies for long. The Darkling is more determined than ever to claim Alina's magic and use it to take the Ravkin throne. With nowhere else to turn, it- Alina enlists the... Alina enlists the... Ha- what? You say Ravkin? Yeah, that's how it says it in the audible. I say Ravkin. Maybe it's like Ravkin. Ravka. Ravka. It's like- probably... Yeah, it's probably that. Because I normally say Ravka too, but like, I think because it had an A-N, mm-hmm. I went Ravkin. No, you're fine. Like I just, I just like, it, I was like, oh, go on. <laughs> Apologies. God damn it. I was doing so well. You were doing so good. You can start, you can start over from the sentence you were on. I'll cut it. Fuck off. Anyway. With nowhere else to turn, Alina enlists the help of an infamous privateer and sets out to lead the Grisha army. But as the truth of Alina's destiny unfolds, she slips deeper into the Darkling's deadly game of forbidden magic and further away from her humanity. To save her country, Alina will have to choose between her power and the love she thought she would always... Fuck. I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. The love she thought would always be her shelter. No victory can come without a sacrifice. And only she can face the oncoming storm. I didn't hate this. I know so many people do. People really had beef with it, and I did not think it was that bad. I mean, I have beef with the Darkling. Mm. Listen, if you fucking, I understand. I think the Darkling's a very interesting villain. I think, I think he's, he's a, he's a great villain. Fantastically well written villain. But those of you who like ship him with Alina are like, you have you something know, you need to talk about you, in we, therapy. I'm like, sorry. We, I'm, I'm sorry so sorry he, to say that because he is he just, tortures her. He like, what do you guys know? He, he is consistently. Like not a even bad like guy. secretly abusive behavior. It's like he is straight up torturing and abusing her. Like the mental torture alone of him popping up every now and then was fucking oh creepy. God. The whole him being over top of her, like in bed, was creepy. Like even if that was he's like, a predator. Yes, he's a predator. You can, you can you cannot justify that relationship to no. me because it's not like. No, I'm sorry. Even in the beginning with the whole thing of him, like, grabbing Mel and Alina, which, by the way, I thought definitely was quick. The beginning's interesting. I don't feel, like, the way that I felt Shadow and Bone was paced well, I don't necessarily feel the same way about this one. Do you want to know what it felt like? Mm. It felt like how, I know people always say, like, oh, you've got your rising action, your climax, and your falling action. This felt like how a roller coaster actually is, where your biggest hump is at the top because you need that momentum to get you through the rest of the hills. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I truly loved all of, like, the traveling adventure piece Mm, that was mm -hmm. in this. I loved that a lot. Well, you and I love Um, that. 
And I loved the political drama because that's, again, another thing that I love. But, like, the beginning of this book was so unique to me because it was, like, you were right in the action, which I think is good Mm -hmm. for a second book to begin with. Absolutely. Um, But then the minute it falls off, like, I get why people are like, oh, it's so slow. Well, I like, I, but I, I will for me, say, it all wasn't. of the stuff that's her at the palace was probably my least favorite part of the book. I would That agree. being said, there were definitely. I do think it's important. I think it's very important. And I also think that it's. That is where I felt like I came to actually maybe like Alina. I wholeheartedly agree with because you. Because in the first book, I was kind of like, she's there. She's all right. But. Yeah. In this book, I felt like I got to understand her. I got to know her. I saw, like, development. Granted, I will say that the development did seem a little speedy given the turnaround from the ending of the last book to her now leading an army. But also, I think I forgot very frequently that, like, based on how long they were on um, the boat, yeah, Sturmhund's ship. Like, and not even just that ship, the first ship to take them. They were on them for, like, um, weeks. And so that's yes. a lot of time to, like, sit in your shit and, like, learn about yourself. And so, like, I I, I, I think I think the timeline is justifiable, so to I speak. agree. And here's the other thing about Alina in this book, too. I loved that her getting this power, because in this book we learn that she's looking hunting another amplifier. Mm-hmm. I love that her getting this power starts to change her because so often in books – it when doesn't. they do that, it doesn't happen. And well, that's I what I think that's kind of the beauty of Serpent and Dove. Serpent and Dove. I was going to say when Lou has her shit. Yes. I keep comparing it to it because I feel like – now listen. I'm not saying that this book is perfect. I do think Serpent and Dove, however, is close to <laughs> godliness. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's sacred God for that activated. book. Right. I, I genuinely do believe it. And some people can disagree with me. That's totally fine. But, like, I do think that Serpent and Dove gets the young adult with mature tones – a ton mm-hmm. better than most books do. But yeah. I think the interesting part, if you compare these two books, since they are so heavily similar with like witchcraft and magic and like a relationship and all these types of different YA tropes, Serpent and Dove utilizes that in the relationship in a good way. Cause mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. I don't necessarily know if I like how it did it in this one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes sense, but I definitely don't know if there, I enjoyed it. I would have liked something else. Yeah. I felt, I kind of I kind of felt as though there was this like whiplash regarding the amplifiers of like they're good, yes. they make her feel powerful and they make her like connect with herself and connect her power and there's something that makes her feel right. whole. Well at the same time being represented as something that like brings her down and is making her a bad person and I was like, What is the truth? But I guess that's also part of like people talking about uh Morzovas or whatever, his like about the amplifiers, like the myths are varied, but I also was like Especially yeah, coming from a first-person situation right. is what makes I think it, like, kind of the interesting thing about her, her perspective, I guess, Alina's perspective, is along the lines of, like, her desperately wanting to, like, make everybody happy, make Mal happy, make Nikolai Big happy, time. make the Darkling happy at the, mm-hmm. in the very beginning of the first book, make even the people, the Grisha around her happy. But, like, when she starts to want something, she questions whether or not it's a bad thing. And I don't think that that's a bad idea for a YA story because, again, I think YA is supposed to help you learn how to come into your own. Um, and I don't think that Alina's story doesn't do that well. I think it does. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's interesting, I guess, with Alina's power here is that 
what are we as the reader supposed to know about these like amplifiers? Like, should we be afraid for Alina or should we right. not be afraid? Because these amplifiers are supposed to help her take down the shadow fold in, mm-hmm. in a way, right? Like that's supposed right. to be the, and don't we want that? Like aren't as we as the reader supposed to want that right. kind it's, of it's, thing? It's very contradictory in the way that these amplifiers and her journey with them is re- represented. Now, I don't hate that conflict either because I do think that that no. makes an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a reader right now, I'm like, God damn, I don't know how to feel. Uh, okay. So another thing to talk about. I, Mal. Okay. Yes. Here's the thing. Let's talk about this. I can agree with many opinions that he is a little flat. His, I agree. He does not have enough character development. His main character development is his relation to Alina, which I also right. understand that we are in first person. It is very hard to develop a character who is not the, you know, like, I, of that yeah, importance. Yeah. But at the same time, but I know it's But I do feel like done. we got more, we know a lot more about Nikolai than we did about Mal. And I no, can't. Also, and, like, I, I, also, like, like, it can clearly be done because of, like, recent Feyre. And like right, and again, but I'm like even in this story, Nikolai is really well yeah. developed. And but that being said, I do not think Mel at this point, I have not read mm-hmm. the third one, neither of us have, right, deserves the flack that he gets in relationship no. to her. I think for the most part, I mean it's He has his I get moments, it. but you guys, like yeah. I I'm still it's, if it's I have the to same pick a guy that that's we not Nikolai every yeah guy for like okay yes. so like so was the was the kiss scene with zoya the scene that i that you said you're gonna like because the guilt yes yes okay well no 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 not necessarily that one it's her getting her almost dying with the pilgrims where she where they like were told oh, and mm-hmm. tamar grab her and he's like he was drunk like it was because yeah. of that instance with zoya but he was drunk because of that whole thing mm-hmm. and him feeling guilty about it i was like oh i think you're gonna like that did you not like that part uh, that one didn't hit me as strongly because he oh, was so the Zoya passive. But the I Zoya one where his face goes, like, white and he, like, runs yeah. after her, that's my crack. Because um, it, it's, you know what it reminds me of? It's that scene where Reed was, like, crying. She was crying. And you were like, oh, no. Yes. Nicole. Yes. <laughs> In Serpent yes. and Dove. Oh, my God. Listen, I've said it before. He tells I'll say her. it again. I love that shit. But if anybody ever makes my me cry, I'm going to cut yeah. their genitals no, off. No, I agree. Okay. Here's the here's the thing about and maybe maybe you wanted to go oh. into this. Go ahead. I I think I was going to say that like What the fuck was I going to say? I don't know. Here, let me say mine and then maybe Okay, it'll maybe maybe it'll spark up. it for me. So here's my thing. We knew Mal was kind of a quote unquote player before he started being with Alina. Mm-hmm. I do think that he does not give Alina the opportunity to explain herself when um, the Darkling is there and she yeah. tries to kiss her. But I do understand why Mal kind of freaks out too. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would, and especially because he kept saying like you're pulling away from me, mm-hmm. and like she is, like she she is. Yeah, she, she knows is that she away is. From him. And she's um, not trying to do it maliciously. Like, it's not, like, mm-hmm. her intention to, like, pull away from him. But she does like the idea that him going off on these hunting parties is making him happy. And, like, that oh, she's able to focus on what she needs to do. And mm-hmm. I don't think that it's any – I don't think that it's wrong for him to have turned away and be hurt. I do, however – I don't like that he ends up kissing Zoya. I know it's – I know so, Zoya's the one to do it. But, like, right. he's and, like, still – yeah, but, like, I, I look at a scene like that, and I think about, mm-hmm. like, power levels and, like, character, whatever, and I'm like, yes. how can I not forgive him for that 
when I forgave Cassian for saying that he was shackled to Nesta. How can I not forgive him when I can forgive Hawk for literally, sorry, Castile, for literally lying so hard to Poppy? How can I forgive Reed for being like, you're not my wife? Yes. Like, I I have to be able to forgive Mal here. How can I forgive all these people? In comparison? How can I forgive? That's really small. How can I forgive? And, like, even, like, even, like, Rowan for, like, saying the whipping thing to Aelin. Or any of the times he, like, like beat her up in the beginning of yeah. Fire. Like, like, how can I forgive all of these people but not and forgive not Mal forgive for this, this one like, character? one discretion? And, like, even so, those characters in my mind are far – they are adults. Mal is literally, like, yeah. 17. All of these other characters that I've described with the exception of Reed are, like, hundreds of years old. <laughs> right. They should know better. They should know and better. And here's the thing. Mal, I okay, I I still like Mal and Alina's relationship because even those yeah. moments when like they're not doing very good before the, this kiss happens, even those moments they still try to find these little moments of humor between each other. They still mm-hmm. have a connection, and it's like I agree. I I, well, I don't get why people want her with the Darkling when you have I, somebody who at least cares about her right there. Yeah, who is far healthy who's trying his best right and so like okay so like he went with her to the palace and he didn't even want to go no okay so that's like because honestly like how i sacrifices a lot right and there is something where if you take away the fantasy element it is almost reflective of like actual relationships that i appreciate yes because there's like like people who don't want to move one place or the other people who want to be here people who want to be you know and like and like differences of opinions about things and like what you want to do and like communication issues those are real issues that are like in actual relationships that i i find that this book like did actually a decent job of like reflecting that like middle ground between people when you're like in this like weird point of limbo where you're like what the fuck is going on with our relationship right now right and i think even to an extent when alina this is like right around the same part of when the kiss scene happens between him and zoya when she's like looking at Nikolai and wanting him to kiss her, and he says what he says, my favorite line I think ever, where I, he's like, "I don't want, I don't want to be the person to, that you kiss when he's still on the on your mind." Like yeah. I loved that Nikolai said that because I that thought, is so yeah. so good. That made literally we've said it before, Nikolai supremacy. But like for real, Nikolai supremacy, I love him. Her, okay, we are we are both wanting... a Nikolai supremacy and a Ben Barnes supremacy podcast, Absolutely. but not not a Darkling supremacy podcast. Absolutely. Fuck that. But I think what's interesting here, again, is Alina's never had attention the way that Mal has had attention. And so Nikolai, who she definitely, like, the Darkling, you can't count as attention because it's not wanted attention, realistically speaking. Nikolai's is almost more friendlier the same way that she has this relationship with Mal. So it's very comparable. They do have a pretty good friendship. I mean, they spent a lot of time together between the boat. I mean, being on the ship with him all the way through the end of this book, they are together for a long period of time, spending weeks at a time traveling together, talking to each other, learning about each other. Her having this moment where she's like, oh, I would really like for him to kiss me makes sense when you know that the guy that she's into is also her friend. Like, Right. Well, and, like, on top of that, I mean, with the Mal Mal versus Alina, like, relationship between them, in the sense that Mal has always had people, he's, when he's wanted to pay attention to somebody, they have always been there to pay attention to him. Yeah. And that's, that's like, different. That's different for them now. Because yeah. it was it when it was the case with her, and now it's yeah. not. 
And it's this, and like, I, go ahead. I think I think he probably is having a hard time reconciling Accepting that. Accepting that, yeah. Yeah. And I think the other thing that's warranted here is, like, I, I struggled a lot with this part with her, with Alina trying to, like, justify wanting to kiss Nikolai because I, there is a part of me that was like, why do you want to do that? But also, like... She's never done this before. Yeah. She's never had multiple love interests in her life before. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like I have, I'm in a one, I'm, I'm in a one boyfriend relationship for mm-hmm. seven years. You can't tell me that if you've only ever been with one person that it's as, a, never as opposed to the cru- relationship before where you were in a relationship with four boyfriends. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> but you can't tell me that you don't ever think about, what could have been mm-hmm. because I just don't think that that's realistic. Like no. I've been in a relationship since I was 17 years old. I'm 25 in a few weeks. Like you guys have to understand, like I whoa, love whoa, whoa. Don't say it a few weeks. It's at least two months. Okay. Well that's still whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love Zach with my whole heart and I definitely don't want anything else, but you guys like, you can't tell me that nobody else has had that feeling before. Yeah. And I, she, Alina clearly wants to be with Mal. Like, why else would she feel so hurt over what happens? Like, it, I don't think Nikolai is even on the radar of, like, what she truly wants yeah. in life. But it doesn't mean that she doesn't think about it when it comes to the idea of, like, Mal doesn't get her and Nikolai well, can and get her also, because he understands his power. How could she not feel that way, like, with Nikolai when he is, like, clearly accepting of her power? And exactly. Mal is clearly and he not. understands and her power. It's that kind of thing where it's like her power is a part of her. Right. It's not something that can be stripped away. And and it's it's, like, in the same way that, like, Lou's power is a part of her. And, right. and fucking Nesta's power is a part of her. I mean, I keep bringing up all the same bitches. Um, you know. But I do think, again, it's another good Serpent and Dove comparison because, like, Lou and Reed have this problem with, like, her power specifically and how it's turning her darker and how Reed wants to shut that part of himself yep. off. And it's kind of the same thing here with Mal and Alina because Alina's asking Mal to, like, to be her captain of her guard and to, like, be a, like almost a courtier like in this situation yeah. because he has to be and he doesn't want that he's never wanted no. that all he wanted to do was be a soldier and like have a happy life and right her i <laughs> the ending of this book got me so good when she's like this is what i want and i was like sitting there and i was like oh my god how could you look at him and tell him that you're gonna turn around go to the guy the darkling who you fucking are terrified of mm-hmm. And you're going to tell the man that you love, this is what I want. I am surprised that motherfucker stayed around. If it was me, I would have left. Like, I would have been so pissed. Oh, see? Like, like, I mean. I mean, granted, she had alternative motive. But, like, still. Right. I, see, it's funny because you're in the feeling of Mal. And there's a little part of me that, like, if I was Alina and we've talked about this, I've got issues I need to work through. But there's a little part of me that I feel like maybe, maybe, I don't know if this is just me projecting the feelings I might have onto her, but I can imagine that there's a little part of her that even though she had the ulterior motives and all this stuff, there's probably a little part of her that's like, fine, you don't fucking want me? I'm going to go to this guy. I I, I definitely get that. And you know what? And there's like like a little part of me that I'm like, I would do that too. I'd be like, no, I definitely agree. I also have this other part that's, I think, a little bit more reminiscent of what I'm thinking of in Alina's mind is Alina's like, 
I can do this and it can just be over. Like her trying to like basically kill the both of them. Mm -hmm. I'm such a dramatic queen. I know. (laughs) I I hate saying this. I do like this idea. I know. I do like this idea of her being like, I can't really have Mal because it's never going to work out. He's never going to understand me. I would rather die than not have him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I don't think that that's the intention there, but I do think her kind of resigning herself to that is so fucking powerful. Like, Mm -hmm. that for me was just incredible. Yeah, no, she... She was a lot different in this book. I liked her a lot more. Yeah, I thought she was a lot more interesting. I didn't feel like the story was happening to her. I felt like she was happening to the story. Um, I'm glad by the end her hair was white because I've been like wondering when that was going to happen. I literally just wondered if people were just like fan drawing her like that. (laughs) Right. I was like, why is, I mean, like I knew her hair was dark. I also think Jesse Maley is going to look very striking with white hair. Um, Yeah. I'm wondering how that's going to go. Well, it's not going to be in this season, clearly. Um, No, no, no. I think that, well, it's like season two, if that. I am, I will say I'm very confused about how they're going to do the show because if they're going to do just season one and season one. Or say book one in season one. What are you going to do with the crows for the other two? <laughs> that's that's what I was wondering too. I was like, I don't understand. What are you do with them? I don't understand. What what was the, I guess what was the don't main get me wrong. I would happily settle for one like, one episode a season until season four, which I would imagine would be the crows like first overarching season where right. where it's just like one episode where we just like see what the crows are up to in Ketter Dam and we just like cut to a shot of like Matthias like sitting in filth in the prison. <laughs> so so mean of you to even go there but at the same time but at the same time given what we know from last week about the difference in time between the end of the third book and the and the first book in crows i'm like okay but they're but they're also showing us they're showing us nina and matthias like their whole story which happens only a year before so it's a year after the ending of me feel like the stories are going to be kind of rewritten and I'm not excited I, about it. I don't know it. if they're going to be rewritten, but I'm wondering if they're going to be retimed. Incorporated. Yeah. I think they're going to be yeah. incorporated more. Like, I don't think, I don't know. Here's what I'm worried about. Because no, I don't can't, think that there's, go ahead. You can't have the fold there. No. And you can't That's have Nikolai saying. dealing with this darkling shit. Right. Because he's got to like. <laughs> he's got to do his thing. He's got to do his I, thing. So this is why I don't understand. Um, and like, and like Zoya's got to be there when Nina, like, and I just, I just don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, I just, I'm curious and I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, but I'm curious. And, you know, I do get, I guess I can kind of get why um, the showrunners wanted to incorporate the crows when the when the crows are such like if you had to tell me which is the most popular of the three series it's I, six, I of it's six of like, crows like you can't tell me you yeah. can't tell me it's not i know more people that are excited to read six of crows than they are to read the grisha trilogy yeah. and that's and that sucks because like the grisha trilogy is fine but i crows only read shadow and dark. bone because it was a part of the like universe right not because i like felt that i wanted to Right, and the crows is darker, which I think a lot of us are used to now. Again, the Y A N A, the N A world is getting so big, and I love it. Yeah, I would argue that like if I were to recategorize Six of Crows, I think it would go into N A. I I think that's a good. I think that's a fair statement. I mean, honestly, the only reason why it's N A is because the ages, right? Right, that's it, right? It's all young. But like like, the content itself, well, because like sexual assault, family death, poverty, um, so much. 
Yeah, like slavery. Like there's so much like like genocide, you know. Even it's... the heists themselves are so high stake mm-hmm. that like that can't fit in a YA situation. Yeah, like But then like... again, we've gotten away with doing YA books that were just as dark with the Hunger Games and the Maze Runner, but again, those were dystopian. Yeah. This is not dystopian. Dystopian this is, is fantasy. Very different. Dystopian is very different. Anyway, um, we should talk about Nikolai in the beginning of this book because that truly he saved. He, if there was ever a minute that I was worried about this book being good, Nikolai saved the whole thing. Nikolai is so good. Nikolai is okay. Here's here's the thing. <laughs> we both knew who he was going into it because yes, of the too clever fox thing. Yes, and, I knew that also, of a flicker also, thing or whatever. Also, I had mentioned in, in Crooked Kingdom that Sturmhund is um, Nikolai, like that they are one and the yes. same because Kaz, Nikolai's like, I've been masquerading as this privateer. And he's like, and Kaz is like, uh-uh, you're the fucking prince. <laughs> and he's like, how did you figure it out? <laughs> Kaz is like, I looked at you, bitch. Like, <laughs> convince me how you figured it out. <laughs> I, oh my god, yeah, no, it's, it's it's so so. All that to say, we knew it was him. I right. Listen, I love I love a pirate moment, and I know he's a privateer. You know I do, but but it makes sense. <laughs> he's a little bit of a pirate. He's a little bit of a pirate. Like, he's a privateer because privateers are illegal. Right. Right. <laughs> and he, like, hunts pirates in a way. Yeah, in a way. Um, in uh, a Yeah, way. but no, like, I definitely have, like, a thing for pirates. And I don't know if it's because of the one weekend I spent in fifth grade at my aunt's house watching Pirates, the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. No, it movie absolutely is. On it absolutely is. eating, <laughs> che- like, puff Cheetos. Like- <laughs> yeah, and if you go back to the uh, a Pirate's Life for Madison episode, you can hear the song she sang. So that's great. You can't actually um, hear it. I don't think I sing it. <laughs> you do sing it. No, I don't. You do because I got up and I did. Yeah, I is, did it sound like this, and I did the thing, and it was no. A whole... And then I said it doesn't, and then I went. I just don't think I can. I didn't sing it. Okay, you said either way. I didn't sing. Well, but no, you can like, listen to me. It's a funny episode. Not yeah, gonna lie. Like, like with the, um, I mean, realistically, let's let's be fucking honest here. The ad song books are low key pirate books. What do you mean low key? They're the third, high key the third one books. is high key a pirate book. Okay, you can't tell me that my brain doesn't on a regular basis go to the whole thing where he's telling her. Don't the even get me started. <laughs> where Kel's teaching her the different <laughs> words for the Antari and like that. <laughs> yikes! That I'm, I'm in Spain without the S. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I'm in champagne. Okay, champagne. Um, Nikolai though I. I thought him as a privateer, he's fucking hilarious. He is so funny. He is so interesting. He's so interesting. Compared to everybody else we've met so far, Nikolai is a breath of fresh air. Yes. He is so charming. He's so dynamic. Well, and also, like, I liked that he hasn't been, like, beaten down. And obviously that's because he's royal and he's rich and he's got, you know, opportunities. Right. But I like that he was, like, this character that hasn't been beaten down by the world around him. And I like, like he has that, like, so much unbridled hope. Yes, and I like that like when it comes to like the whole thing about his parentage and him being basically a bastard from his mom and and stuff. I just 
I, I like how humanizing he is. Like, he yeah. is just so real and authentic. And when he, like, Madison brought this up earlier today, when she said, when Alina says that what he's doing is creepy, and he's like, you think oh. it's creepy? Like, oh my God. Thank you for, first of all, thank you for bring, calling that out because that behavior is creepy, in fact. But also, him, like, being kind of sweet about it and being like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to like hurt yeah. you or anything. Like it just it felt different. He's, like he feel he feels so genuine. He feels so genuine. And honestly, it makes me so excited to read King of Scars. Like it makes me so incredibly oh, yeah. excited. Oh, like I think yeah. I will probably like boof when I read King of Scars. Yeah. I love Nikolai. Like so Nikolai much. Is so good. Even and, the proposal thing with like where he was like, well, and then there's the thing about heirs, and I'm like, ah, yeah, you got him again, oh Nikolai. My God. I I do love him so much. Um, what was I about to say? I don't know. Was it about Nikolai and the the privateering? Um, it was something about Nikolai. Oh, okay. One of my favorite moments, which it triggered a bunch of bad shit. When yeah. they're at the fucking birthday dinner and Vasily's <gasps> like, oh my God, yes. I went to Fjorden and I went and I d- figured this out. And Nikolai's like, oh my God, oh my God, you, you ruined everything. Everything. And I was Him like. being like, you didn't listen at all, basically, oh, when yes, we were in these yes. meetings. And I loved, and I loved that immediately it was proven to be true. That being said, yes. did not see his arm getting ripped off and him Oh my dying. God. Oh my god! I mean, I knew he had to die. I knew he had to die because I, I had a knew feeling something that Nikolai, had to happen. I, but like when I, I was reading Nikolai that scene, is in fact the king and king of scars. Like I think that's when the I whole was, thing. yeah, when oh no, he is like confirmed. Yeah, but yeah. when I was reading that whole thing, I thought that that was going to trigger like the king to be like, "My son, you're a fucking idiot." I'm changing the line of succession. No, bro. I literally we were in this in this coffee shop and I went. <gasps> <laughs> like because I did not see that coming. The fact that there was just like, it grabbed him by his arm and ripped it off, and then he dropped to the floor lifeless. I was like, "What did you just I think say?" Can even you the crazier part is that his mother like crying and Nikolai being like, "He's gone, mom," and like pulled. Yeah, like, oh, let's I love what go. what's the what's the word that they use for mother? I can't remember. It's madre. It's my my my. Moo mommy, mo moo. Okay. It doesn't matter really, but I loved that 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 was like oh God, I loved his relationship with his mom too. He's so good. He is. You Nikolai guys you can't tell so me Nikolai good. was not like honestly, again, I know we know who Alina ends up with, but like if I genuinely had to pick out of the three men she's had a romantic feeling towards, Nikolai wins. Yeah. I like I don't mind Mal. I like him a lot. I'm still team Mal because if you can't really include Nikolai in that situation, I'm team Mal. But god yeah. damn it, Nikolai deserves the fucking world. He is so good. I love him so very much. He's so um, intelligent too. That's the other thing that I know Madison likes is he's so intelligent. Oh. He's so Madraya. He knows exactly. Madraya. Yes, he knows yes. exactly oh. what he needs to do as the prince. He knows exactly how he needs to play the game. He wants to be the ruler. I, he wants this I, to work. He wants to save his country. A smart man is my weakness. I know. Like more the than thing, anything the else. scene that really got me, I'm not going to lie to you, the scene that really got me for him was when he gave his, um, God, what's he called? It's his, like, it's the guy that he ends up passing over the captain, like, the captain's oh, stuff to. Oh, yes, yes, yes. His, like, And the guy's, like, going to cry. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what they called him, though. It was a different name than normal first mate. It was, like, mm-hmm. some other type of name. But um, when he was, like, going to cry, I was like, look at how deeply he's touched this crew. Yeah. Like, they love him. Also, the 
Tolia and Tamar like best characters. Thing at the arguably yes, but also at the, the end, I was shocked. I was not expecting that to be. I never expected them. I thought may- maybe she was going to make one of them bad. And it was going to be a sibling. I thought it was going to be another. I thought it was going to be somebody else that was part of, like, maybe it was going to be David. Tell like, David me why. Newer, like, wh- I don't know. I just. They were just Fezzik and Inigo in different shapes. No, you're right. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. The minute, the minute they described Tolia, I said, no, that is, that, sorry, that ain't Tolia. That's Andre the Giant. <laughs> That's that, Fezzik. Are the rocks ahead? Yes. <laughs> if they are, we all be dead. Anyway. <laughs> no, I and I loved that they, the very, very end of this when Alina's like, can I trust you? And and they're like, yes, like with everything. Like, I loved how guilty they felt. Yes, like, yes. Like, towards I, what they did. I I love their characters. Yeah, no, they're great. I adore them. Um, the wait, wait, wait. Which was... one is? Are they both heart renders, or is it just one of them? No, they're both heart. They're both they're both corporalki, which right. is so. But I think because they never studied right, at right, the right. little palace, they had never honed in on either, so they can in theory do both. But I think they lean more towards Got heart you. render abilities because they are more soldier than anything else. Right, because I know Tamar uses it against um, right. Ivan in the beginning of the which, book, which was like, yes. That was, that gave me so much joy. That that I felt the same joy in that moment as I did when Vasily died, or like the whole Vasily stuff happened. Yeah. Or Vasily. I don't know um, how you pronounce that either. I kept saying yeah. Vasily as well. Then again, I pronounced a word, I pronounced the name Ianthi, um, Ianth, so we're not even going to try to determine what Nicole Winter, does. chicken dinner. <sighs> Um, mm. again, I yeah. think the other thing, uh, we talked about this already, it's the whole little, like, the idea that they get the, the idea that they get the second amplifier so early on in the book is just an interesting is, move. Yeah. But also, like, I think in, so, like, at first I was like, this is weird that this is happening right, right now. I agree. But I think then juxtaposed with the very ending when she's like, bro, my power's gone. Is oh, yeah. so great because you're like oh she's just gonna get, be getting higher powered higher powered higher powered and then like and then all of a sudden it's like her power is gone uh, that to me was really interesting i also thought how the way she took down the darkling was great yes also i was mm-hmm. like oh man you had to kiss him like why <laughs> why was that the mm-hmm. move like wh- mm-hmm. and that was i was like is that another slight towards mal like were we doing this to be well, petty and also like i understand that in this world like shadow has like that form but i also i think it's i think there's something to note in regards to how alina can go against him that at the end of the day darkness is just the absence of light so light will always clear out darkness and so like like you can't do anything about that you know what i mean and so i think there's something like very interesting about the fact that she's like it's mine also (laughs) you know i loved that i loved her being like it's all it's yours it's yours but it's also mine so and i mine. went <gasps> yes i literally that moment mm-hmm. in um princess and the frog when he goes oh you're ready that's how i felt yeah. like I oh yeah it's like um where he's another like, yes. thing big time fuck the darkling in relation to jenya oh i don't... i'm sorry fuck no <laughs> you can't like him and and not and justify what he did to her yeah but you, also, like you, no. <laughs> I've I just love knowing that David is played by my boy 
Freddie from Skins because every time I pictured him, I was like, I love you. I love you. And I know I you're going to love feeling. him. You're going to love him. Nicole. Oh, I know I will. Fall I, love. I loved him in Skins. I loved yeah. him in Skins. And now he's um, older, he's hotter, and he's a Grisha who's quiet. <laughs> so... I know we're we're about to have problems. Um, <laughs> we're about to, everybody's about to like. I'm about to. Go I'm sorry. Off. This no. cast is so hot, and for what? I'm, I'm so <laughs> thrilled for this show now. Like having read these books, I'm so glad we did this. Like I'm so Same. so glad we did Same. this. But here's the thing about David. I have this feeling that David is going to get his vindication for what what the Darkling <gasps> did absolutely. to, to Jenna. Absolutely. Like I think. David's gonna go fucking. He's gonna, he's gonna lose. His, he's gonna lose his shit at some point. I can, it, it, I can feel well, and it him, too. Him getting her. Oh, 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 and Alina being like, if anybody else calls her, like cut off, cut out their tongue, cut cut out their tongue. I, I was, was like, like, yes, everything. It, because in the beginning of this book, I was like, oh, Jenya, no, well, what are you doing? I also, I think something to Alina's credit, she seems to be a very understanding person. Oh yeah, very understanding. She friend. because she very quickly is like, I understand why Jenny did what she did. I don't like it, but I understand right. why, and I understand wanting to get out of that basically slave servant situation. Also, and, where she was being assaulted, probably regularly. Well, it sounded right. like, and also, and also, like in regards to David, with the yeah. shit around her neck, like, and how she's like, he would have found somebody else. Like that's, it's not your fault that you want to survive, and like. All and these I think people. it's good for her to be like, I'm kind of almost glad it was you and not somebody I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think like, even, even sometimes she's like, the thing she says about like, Zoya even. Yeah. And I was like, she's... I loved that. Yeah. I was like, Alina seems to be a very understanding person, which I think is good to have in like a heroine and especially a leader like this. And so I like that a lot. I obviously, <coughs> motherfucker. Good. Um, She's a very I, the whole the whole setting of the Grisha verse like Ravka, Kirch, um, Shuhan, like um, Noivizem, uh, Fear, like all those stuff, all those places. Like I just think it's a really like nicely built world, and I think that lends itself well to this. I agree. I just like. I also I can under I can understand mm-hmm. why people loved this book. There are some things I will say. I don't really like reading blurbs from like reviewers, not reviewers, not like bloggers and stuff, more like the New York Times, the Guardian, Bustle. Because I, one yeah. of the things that bothers me about this is it says the best magic universe since Harry Potter. That was what Bustle said. I Ooh, don't compare it to that, first of all. Second of yeah. all, <laughs> Is it really? No, I, I think it's good. Think so I think it's good, but like I think they're okay. So I know I might be partial, but I think that like Adsom has a better magic universe than this. I I, I would agree. I like mean, I, I didn't even read Adsom yet, and I think it has a better magical I think, universe. I, I think, think there Serpent are other books and Dove that... might even have a better magical universe, just in the sense that there's like there is. It's a unique magic system. But also, also the beautiful thing about Serpent and Dove is that there is reparations for every single magic act you make you're either losing your blood or you're having to like sacrifice something and i think that's really interesting like it really takes the idea because so many times an author is told you have to understand how something like the cause and effect and i like that mm -hmm. shelby was able to basically say 
okay, in this magic world, they have to lose something in order to get something. Mm-hmm. That's not how it is in most magic places. They're like, oh, it's actually magical. Nothing happens yeah. if you, do, if you mm-hmm. do what your power is. Like, that doesn't right. always or equate like, to, like, There reality. needs to be, like, checks and balances in magic. And, like, right. I think this had a, has a little bit of it with the amplifier thing, but also you immediately throw that out the window with... With the second amplifier with and the, there being a potential with, third. Yeah, which we do know what it is. But, yeah, I just, like, so, like, there, there are definitely things, like, I, that I would improve. Um, yeah. But and I think you I can also, definitely see her growth between book one and book two as time. a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, like, I, I think a lot of my, like, things I would change also come from the view of somebody who's 24 reading this book. Whereas if I was, like, 15, I would have been sweating. Like. I, and I get, like, there are so many people that are like, I'm 35 and I love reading YA. And I'm like, I honestly hope I continue to, like, enjoy reading YA. I don't know if I'm going to love reading YA at 35. I think it'll depend on the book. Because, like, I yeah, think a certain dub I could continue to enjoy. Right. But. That type of book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think that the people that said that this book was a little slow, I totally understand that if your forte is not in, enjoying political drama or, like, adventure stories. More mundane like there was a, things. Yeah. Th- this had so much world building, and I think that's why I liked mm-hmm. it. Like, I, you understood yeah. so much about what Nikolai was trying to do, what they were trying to accomplish, it, why Alina needed to know what she needed to know in order to lead the second army. I also, thought that was so good. It read, like, so many second books. Yes. Like, it reminded me a lot of Blood and Honey. Like, it reminded me yeah. a lot of how Blood and Honey does that whole thing. It's well, a and very like a gathering of classic. shadows, even. I know we keep bringing yes. up the same books, but like I, I feel but like they're our favorite. Re- they're some of our favorite books, yeah. and it's even even if you look at a court of a court of mist and fury, it's yeah. the same kind of vibe. Or like, and granted, or Wicked King, like Wicked King is another great example. Yeah, I just feel like time and time again, there's like examples of like this second book kind of phenomenon where it almost seems in slow. a trilogy specifically. Yeah, too. specifically in a trilogy, because like I don't think that like. Raven Boys was like this, or like Raven Cycle. No, but that also no. it's different because this was a or like I don't think that from uh, Kingdom of Flesh and Fire was like that because it's like part of this huge other thing. But even Kingdom of Flesh and Fire still has this lar- has this little bit more of a longer. Well, it has a lull to it. Like yeah, right it has a little middle. bit of a lull because you had that you had that struggle. With, I did. With I did. Kingdom of Flesh and Fire. Mm. But I do think that th- if you're going to look for a really good traditional YA series. I think this is a great trilogy for YA readers. Yeah, I think it's a good, like, entry-level trilogy. Trilogy, it's easy to read. It's easy to understand. Like, the magic system, despite not being maybe one of our favorites, is very easy to understand. I think, you know, I just, like... And I think it makes you really... Like, if you're coming to this podcast because you, like, have already watched the show or, like, you just heard about Mm -hmm. us or whatever and... Maybe you're kind of interested in watching, reading the books because of the show or, like, whatever. Whatever your reason is. I do think that this is getting me really hyped for the TV series. Oh, yeah. Like, I time. can understand why they wanted to do this. Again, and I, also, I wasn't like, looking... I wasn't looking as hard in this one for the pauses, the different beats where I felt mm-hmm. like Shadow and Bone, I could see it. This one, I didn't feel the same way. But I also read through this one fairly quickly so maybe that was mm-hmm. part of it maybe i just yeah. wasn't paying attention overall though i do feel like this was like a very solid book 
I definitely still give this a 3.5 that's, out of 5. Yeah, that's where but I'm I at do, still. I did rank it on the 4 on Goodreads because I definitely felt like I had to oh, go shit. higher than lower. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't feel eh, I, I enjoyed this one more than Shadow and Bone, but I didn't want to give it a different rating. So I did yeah. give it just a four on Goodreads because you can't do that point five. I really wish you could do that point five on Goodreads. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. It's um Yeah, I think it's like a solid book. It's still really great. I, I I'm really, really excited to read the next one. Like I'm gonna probably start tonight because mm-hmm. I am I really do wanna well. know some of the um, resolutions. Like, we end yeah. Mal and Alina, and they're, like, reaching for each other. Yeah, they're in a weird-ass place. They're in a... With the apparat? The fucking weird-ass priest? He is so gross to me. I think they're gonna kill him by the end of the next book. Big time. I think he's gonna go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I think he's Well, gonna he's already and... started the cult he's, for Alina, he's cult. so... Yeah, he's, like... And as I know, you know, we all know, <laughs> cults are bad. <laughs> Well, and I, okay, that's another thing I wanted to mention about this book. I love they called her Sancta Alina. I cannot oh, stop. I, it was so good. I, I was like, yes, thank you for, yes, I, yes. like, well, and, like, and, like, the different names for her, like, Daughter yeah. of the Two Mills or whatever, and, like, like, this, like, even Sun Summoner. Like, I love that. I, it's a good book. It's a, good, it's a book. good book. I I am already really loving Six of Crows. Uh, I'm not too yes. far. I'm still not into the. I'm I'm just starting part two, so I'm just in Matthias's okay. um point of view for part two. Um, I I'm not gonna lie to you though. Knowing what I knew about that sh- that that book already, mm-hmm. the scene where he has to kill the wolf in the in the ring, I was like, oh, I'm hurting. Isn't that oh, painful? I'm hurting. It's and, like... like I love how she's like so already. She's so. You know something happened between them. You know how much she cares about him and her being like, yep. he can't, like, he can't. I was like, oh, my God, I love this. Oh, my God, I love them. Oh, my God, please. Like, I, I cannot wait. I'm going to fucking the, break. Yeah. The <laughs> Nina, do you remember when I FaceTimed you and or I Snapchatted you and I was like, how fucking dare you yeah. leave me right now? <laughs> and then I forgot what I said. But it was because of all of their traumas. Like, that book fucking yeah. hurt me. That book I'm hurt really, me. I'm really loving it. Anyway, um, next week is obviously going to be Ruin and Rising. Very exciting. And Very then, exciting to finish the trilogy. And then, and then it's A Crown of time. Gilded Bones. Yeah. I oh mean, my we God. have back to back to back, baby. It feels weird that A Crown of Gilded Bones is coming out when I vividly remember the last release of for A, a Kingdom of Flesh and Fire, but that's besides yeah. the point. It's just like... Yeah, you know what's really funny is I sent you that TikTok where it was like <laughs> it was like the Rasputin song in Anastasia, the the movie yeah. is by is sung by Jim Cummings, who's the voice of Winnie the Pooh. And people were freaking out in the comments and like, Y'all didn't know this? Like Jim Cummings is like a famous voice actor. Like that's his yeah. thing. That's what he's known for, like his voice acting. Um Did you know that that slow version of I remember when I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. It's, yeah, it's, you said that to me. It's Gustav from fucking BTR, baby. You know what's funny? I think Big Time Rush was a show that we all sat on. I am not even lying. I haven't even seen the full show, but now that it's on Netflix, <gasps> I might. And here's the thing. I saw them live. Yeah, that's why I I'm just, kind of surprised. I just jammed them. They were like before my, they were like post my time, but 
they're also hockey players, Madison. Like, that was I, the whole kit and caboodle. Like, I'm really girl, shocked. I was still bitter that I didn't know how to skate at that point. I was not into uh, it. Uh, 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 oh. I, yeah, no. What you want, what you feel, never quit it, make it real when you go. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, don't you feel the rush? <laughs> See, I know that all day, every day is a holiday. We're all right. 24 No, Steven. Steven listens to the fucking, like, all of the songs all oh. the time. So I'm always listening to him. But no, I remember that theme song vividly. So anyway. we've already covered next week. We've already covered the following week. Um, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us on a podcast platform, please give us a rating, review, and subscribe. Um, those ratings and reviews help us get noticed by Excuse me, I just burped. You can keep that in if you want. Uh, those ratings and reviews help us get noticed by other people. Um, also, you can you know just tell your friends about the show. Tell them to come check us out over on Lawyer Volume Podcast. That's the whole thing. <laughs> tell them what you did. Tell them what you did. No. She did that TikTok thing where she's like, where you she bite like, the lip and you point at your album. <laughs> I love that when people were doing that where it was like um, super you do strict that. conservative you do father and uh, teenage daughter who absolutely hates the world and it was them doing that to each other. I was like, oh, Madison. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> Whoa. What? Oh, I know. I said Whoa. that. Whoa. I know, right? Right? Yummy. <laughs> I went, Carden. ooh, Cardin. <laughs> I sent Madison um, fan art from Pinterest where it was like Cardin coming out from the snake naked. He so they didn't have like. need to look that good. I know. They didn't have just... like his junk, but like you could definitely see the V and it was like, ooh. Oh and he's covered in blood. And I was like, ooh, he I guess looks... I have a little bit of a blood fetish. All right. He... Um, <gasps> Sorry, girl, oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't, but we talked. Did we talk? No, we did not talk about this on the episode last week, did we? What? Did we talk about on the episode or did we talk about it? Don't do that. In, the main in show? real life. Stop. Did we talk about it in real life or on the episode what where part? <laughs> where um we were talking about um the uh stop doing it or else I'm not gonna fucking say anything and we're never gonna finish this episode. Okay. Stop doing it behind the camera. I know you're still doing it because I can see it in your fucking eyes. Stop doing it, Nicole. I wasn't doing it that time. Be a normal bitch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so, so, so basically, Nicole and I were talking about the other day. I was like, come on, you got to admit some like blood is like hot on a guy. And she were like, oh, yeah. you were like, no, no, it's not. That's so gross. And I said, you know, when they've got it on their face and she was like, no, the blood on the face. No, 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 no. That's so gross. That's so oh weird. And then I'm I go, and then I go. I'm not saying it like that, you fucking bitch. I'm, I'm taking creative liberties. Okay. This is my story to tell. You're making me sound like an a- absolute fucking. Well, you were like, you, you were like Tuesday, but you were, you were doing that thing where you look at me and you do the wires and you're like no that's gross because i didn't look at you did that face and then, and you just 
<laughs> you just made the and literal then, face. And then <laughs> you brought up who? And then you brought up who? Jamie and then Fraser. I said, and I said, I don't know who you think you are, because if you're trying to tell me that you did not think that that first moment when we see Jamie, where he drops into that ravine and like is like, you're going to come with me or I toss you over my shoulder. Like, you did not think he was hot, covered in all that blood. Bullshit. Bullshit. And I had to agree because she got yes, me there. Yes, because it's fucking hot. Like, anyway. okay. Like, a anyway. little on the cheek. Mm. Little chicka over the cheek and a yet over the end. Um, <clears throat> Nope. Okay, so, um... Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> so we do have a Patreon account that you can go and subscribe to us at. Um, and you can donate money. We have four different tiers. Uh, you can get different words with each tiers. They're very fun. You should go check them out. Um, you also can start listening to our mini-sode episodes oh, on yeah. anime. We recorded one the other day. It's gonna go up when this episode goes up tomorrow. Yeah. Well, Thursday, but regardless. <laughs> the episode's up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the episode's up right now on Patreon. If you spend $5, you get it. <laughs> For free. The episode. <laughs> the episode. Tomorrow's okay. the episode. It's only a day away. It's only really a credit card payment away. Um. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> um. Okay. So so we do have a Patreon. Uh, you can donate there. You'll get fun shit like that, I guess, and blooper content. That's just fun. We have a whole bit from the beginning of this episode that was just <laughs> me. Just, just it fucking. was incredibly chaotic. If you ever wanted to know what I sound like when I'm panicked. It was the beginning of this episode. It was also so much. I did I did do a little shout out to our currently one Patreon supporter, uh, Danielle. And I feel like we see I feel you, like girl. until we get more people, I'm just gonna keep bringing Danielle up because she reached out to us after we did, and she was like, "I gasp," and we we're like, "We love you." Like, we're gonna be like, I "We're can't. gonna keep you gasping." I'll keep you gasping, girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So that's Patreon.com forward slash lower your volume question mark. Not yep, the question mark. Don't put 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 the question mark. It's, it's, Linked in, the, it's bio. in the, description. the description. Yeah, you'll see it. <laughs> uh, social media. Um, you know, we were up back on track for a minute, and we're not again. But whatever. Um, we have multiple different <laughs> social media channels. You can find us at. You can check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Lower Your Volume Pod. We have our Twitter account, which is at Lower Pod, and you can find us on Facebook, Lower Your Volume Podcast. Um, give us a follow comment on our stuff message us we we reach out a lot of you actually started reaching out again recently like people have been like yes. saying stuff to us so like if you feel like that's cool it. like go for it go to it also if we can figure out the discord if you join the patreon you can get the discord access and then you can talk to us on sunday nights better yet if somebody wants to help us figure it out oh my god reach out to us in our <laughs> slide into the dms bro like let's go we could use it we could really use it also before we end this episode i have another little I also I have to talk about. about our email. Yeah, I know, but before oh, okay. we end the episode. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But after <gasps> you're done, we have to have a little tidbit I have to talk about. Go look at Pinterest. Okay. This is related. Hold on. Here it is. <gasps> oh, sweet I know, I know. mother of God. <laughs> I... Oh, I'm sorry. That is probably oh. the sexiest. I'm all, wait, all bets wait, are wait, off wait, wait, for wait, wait, King of wait, Stars, wait, wait, wait. you guys. I've got another one. I've got another one. I've got another one. 
I got another one. No, I know. I've seen this one. You guys don't understand. All bets are off for King of Scars. We're going to be going fucking hot. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm be losing my goddamn mind. So the comment, there's no way Zoya and Nikolai aren't by. Y'all know I'm right. <laughs> also, bruh, this Listen, the idea that Zoya and Nikolai are endgame and that Agrisha is going to be on the throne with him. I. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. That, okay. That so one, the that, email. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the email is uh, you can email us <laughs> at our email, which is loweryourvaluepodcast at gmail.com. Send us literally whatever the fuck you want. At this point, I don't even care. You could be like, hey, I think you should try this chicken recipe. And I'd be like, cool, send it on. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> at don't. At this point, you can send whatever you want. Nicole, you can have whatever you like. Your forehead's not big enough to fit that on there. <laughs> I know. It goes down to my eye sockets. Honestly, better better <laughs> to have your forehead than like. I know. My mom's hairline receded because of the chemo and she's upset about it. She just told me that like her forehead was the same size as mine when we were when I was like before the chemo and I went oh no you have like such a good cherub face though so that's what i was actually going to tell you about so i have a photo i gotta send you this is what what i called you about earlier um and you didn't answer the phone um i was eating rice and zach goes you look like a chipmunk and so i pulled down the mirror and i looked and i almost spat so he goes take a picture since she's not answering he goes the one time so here are the two (laughs) pictures i have of these and i was cackling because they made me laugh i was laughing so hard okay my cheeks were so full of rice that i looked like Oh my god, Zach, no, you wanna Zach know was who crying. you look like? Wait, Tell no, you me. wanna know who you look like? Is it the baby from fucking Spirited Away? Because if you <laughs> see Zach in the morning. I'm sure he'll find it funny. And if you hurt her, I won't love you anymore. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. Holy shit, that is fucking funny. Alright, well that was it. That was it for today's episode. Join us next week. Don't forget (laughs) to go book yourself. Um. Um. Goodbye. (laughs) I was gonna say, I don't I don't got anything else. I mean, I think that's that's the, the word with purred, I guess. Okay. All right. All right. Goodbye. Uh, that's good.